I'm Jason. And I'm Luke. We're the guys from that film studio, and this is our latest review, Heart of Stone. Directed by Tom Harper, Heart of Stone is the spy action thriller starring Gal Gadot. The movie is out now on Netflix. If you haven't watched Heart of Stone yet and you want to, go watch it first before listening to our full review. We will be talking spoilers. Before we get into it, make sure you subscribe and download this podcast on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, wherever you can find us, and feel free to leave us a review. And follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as That Film Stew Podcast. So, Luke, what is Heart of Stone about? Rachel Stone, played by Gal Gadot, is an intelligence operative, the only woman who stands between her powerful global peacekeeping organization and the loss of its most valuable and dangerous asset. All right, well, this is this is another Netflix original film that you've made me watch. Um, we've got Wonder Woman herself, though, in the lead. Now, look, the last the last Netflix movie I watched of hers, uh, what was it Red Notice? Was that what it was yep. called? Stellar cast, The Rock, Ryan Reynolds. Not a great movie. Uh, I can't remember if you liked it. You probably did. I can't remember, to be honest. Oh, you probably really. middle, no, middle of yeah, the road okay. on that one. Yeah. There were some things to like about it um yeah oh do you know what the gray man we liked that one brian gosling chris evans and the armors there was things to like about that one but a lot of no (laughs) a lot of netflix films don't tend to fill me with with hope i mean there's been some surprises over the years things like eurovision that was really. But I always, I usually find like it's the action movies that just seems to just, I don't know what it is. It's just something about them just don't really work. And I'll be honest, watching this was, and look, I'll, I'll say it, this movie's okay. The action in it is fine, but there's just something about just watching this and the experience watching it that it was just really like mediocre. I, I need know, to get just... I need to get this out of the way, right? Because I mean the plot of this movie, there's an AI that they're using, and, and that's how this organization is keeping the world safe. They're using AI. This movie feels like it was written by AI. It's like somebody <laughs> just chucked a load of ideas into the computer, and this is what it spit out. And it's very surprising, right, because do you know who wrote this movie? There's the guy that wrote the story. Someone who watched Mission Impossible, directing part one. Uh... (laughs) I think there's a producer credit on this movie. That's Sure, yeah, sure, why not, yeah. (laughs) Okay, so one of the writers on this movie is Greg Rucker. Are you familiar with Greg Rucker at all? Mm, No. Well, he's known for his creator-owned comic book series, White Out, Queen and Country, Stumptown, Lazarus, as well as lengthy runs on such titles as Detective Comics, Wonder Woman, Gotham Central for DC Comics, Elektra, Wolverine, and The Punisher for Marvel. Where's that guy? Because I don't think he's here. I don't think that's the same guy that wrote this movie. What's his credit here? He's a writer? or He wrote this movie. Wow. He like wrote him? story. 
he solely wrote the story and then he shares screenplay credit with somebody else but this oh. he's you know it started with him he's one of two screenwriters on it and just you yeah. know i've been reading his comics for years he's a really good writer not just comics but he writes novels and he's a very talented writer so i don't know what i don't know what has happened here but this to me it's just it's a very generic action movie you can see that they are traveling you can see that this is not just green screen they are traveling around the world shooting this movie you can see that the stunts, like there's some decent stunts in here, but just as I'm watching Gal Gadot just run from an explosion, I'm like, huh. I, it's yeah. just, I, I, I don't feel know. like she was, there's a couple of jumps that she does, and I'm just like, wow, that's very Wonder Woman y of you. <laughs> like, get a new jump. Um, like, the, there's that whole sequence when they're, they're on like the airship thing, and you know, that's like, it, like the big blimp. The, yeah. Like, I mean, that sequence, if you're watching, like I'm watching it and I'm just like, you know what, like this should be just like visually like incredible. And look, it's it's glossy and it's shiny and it looks nice, but I'm like, I should be like, wow, this is really cool because it's like a unique kind of setting. Um, you know, the, it, it's tense. They've, you know, like there's there's time pressures and all of that, like things are happening. And I'm watching, I'm just like, why is this really boring, this sequence? Yeah. Like it, it something just isn't right about how the action is playing out. Like things are exploding, motorbikes are riding, things are running. You know, like it really does sound like a Tom Cruise movie. Um, but <laughs> but, you, but you're right though, right? Because you, the comparisons already been made for you know, or with yeah, the, Mission Impossible. But it's <laughs> with the Mission Impossible films, it's not just about something exploding. Or no, Tom no, no, that's right. running to or from something like it's it's the story, it's the setup, it's all of it. Oh, well, this where is there's a group, there's a team of of characters, you know, like it's like oh look, this is like this ragtag team of of people, but you've got like your one head hero that we're following. There's an AI component in this which is very similar to the most recent Mission Impossible movie. There's you know like it's espionage spy thriller up of action with twists and turns and reveals characters not being who they are this movie really wants to be a mission impossible movie like it, it really wants to be but it just isn't doing it it's it's not working when this movie starts i was kind of like i was kind of in the whole like sequence before the opening it has opening credits very much like mission. I kind of enjoyed the fact that I, had I, I got more that was, that was cool. I was like, of a James um, Bond vibe. If I'm honest, the from the opening, yeah. so it, it very like much is like a spy opening, thing. Oh, do you know mission, when the when this? Credits. I know that again. We keep talking about this AI, but when you've got Matthias Schweikofer, you've got his character Jack of Hearts, and we first saw him in Snyder's. What was that zombie movie? <laughs> Army of the Dead. Army of the Dead. And, and then he was in the prequel movie as well. That's where we first saw him. And he's hearing this. And he's doing that thing where he's using advanced technology and he's waving his arms around and there's all these digital images. I don't know. I'm just a bit over that. Remember when CSI first started? 
even though I knew <laughs> no. that was far fetched, I thought that was cool. You know how they were like stood. Okay, you didn't watch it, but they'd be stood in front of a big computer screen and they they couldn't yes. make out an image, and they just go computer enhance or with the fingers yeah. that stretch the screen digitally and is this whole thing and back then you know csi you know it was oh it's kind of cool not anymore so just seeing how these in the ai and and i guess they're following this program and you've got stone and oh, she's following this digital trail when she's on the parachute and when it first opened and she's with the other team, which it did surprise yeah. me when they got killed. And she's like saying, hey, yeah. I'm a field right. operative. I'd stayed away from the trailers, if I'm honest. I think I'd seen the first one. Didn't look too far into it. So when she's been all mousy in the van, I'm like, oh, okay, this is interesting. Like, is something yeah. going to happen? I like, that. I like that whole premise. Yeah, but then know? it's like, like, is something going to happen? an organization planted is it mi6 that's like that for like the, the original group there's well, moments well there's like, somebody from mi6 in the uk but it's from different oh, yeah sure. different governments yeah right but then there's oh yeah because they mentioned like cia or something like some rubbish but then you know there's even sequences where you know after like that high octane you know like ski chase thing and it's sort of like at first you're like oh wait is she the bad girl like is she shot someone dodgy like but then it's like oh no, no no like she's just she's just there sort of undercover like doing this other thing she's got a secret employer which is which is cool but you got moments where it's like they're sort of you know like she's kind of bonding with the team they're becoming friends and i'm like oh do you know what i'm i'm getting invested in this in this thing there's a thing with the pink dollhouse like it's all it's cute like it's and then to have i think the mistake like when when she's revealed or when she pretty much you know she comes clean and she's like look this is my this is what's happening I think it was a mistake to have the Parker character, Jamie Dornan, Jamie Dornan's character, also be a double-crossing son of a guy. Like, killing the other two characters then and there was like, ah, oh, look, weren't we just getting to know them? Like, I think what they were going with, going shock. for was like... They were oh, going for shock. We're supposed to, yeah, we're and it works for me. Yeah. Well, there was the shock, but it was kind of like, oh, well, oh, okay. The then characters I like, oh, was enjoying... A no yeah. movie. Yeah. And we've got a and, lot of film left. <laughs> yeah, and I, I feel like it was so early to have Parker be revealed as, like, you know, the, the shady guy, when it was sort of like, oh, well, okay. And then the movie becomes pretty much, like, them two at odds with everything that's going on. We're introduced to a new character, like in, I can't remember what bloody desert they're in, and, like, she's there... Yeah, like I don't know, and then it's it's got Parker well, and first, her, and they're doing their thing. It's just, there's too much crap happening. That's Kia. <laughs> you first saw Kia, Kia right, Ron, blinking. You'll miss her. That Stone saw her, and then she was gone. And then it's kind of like, was she there? Or wasn't she there? And then later hmm. on, you find out that Kia is working with Parker, but then she realizes that oh, actually Parker's really evil, and he's worse than the people that we're trying to stop. So then she's paired up with Stone, and they've all got these, you know, cool names. BD Wong is in it for a little bit as King of Clubs. Caught me by surprise, Glenn Close is in this as King of Diamonds. They've all I got think they would have cool... made a Queen of Diamonds, but surely King. Oh, okay, well, yeah, they I guess. The, the high-ranking ones they all get King of. Well, there's, oh, the, you know, 
they're clearly setting something up here. I mean, Gal Gadot's character is Nine of Hearts. That's her right. code name. They've all got them. I mean, when Kia becomes a goodie at the end, she goes by the code name Joker. So they've all got names, take up on playing cards. That's their that's their whole thing. But and you mentioned Mattias before, like the, the guy from yes. the dead well, Army of the Dead. dead. Yeah, he's Army of the Dead. <laughs> Jack of Hearts. Like, yeah, like you know, that's a cool little thing for an organization. Like it's there's a premise here in this movie. There's something, there's something interesting. And obviously I think it comes from that writer that you you know, like you're talking about Greg Rooker. There's some what? There's some good stuff here. This it's just executed and goes nowhere that I care about going. This screenplay, like, yeah. it, it was this film wasn't ready. In my in my opinion, it just doesn't feel ready. And there's not there's not a Ryan Reynolds, there's not a Dwayne Johnson, there's not somebody here there is a that can elevate <laughs> well there's not somebody here that can elevate it enough you know when that first wonder woman film came out and what gal gadot is doing in that diana prince wonder woman and do you know what that first patty jenkins movie i love i think it's fantastic and i really like gal gadot as wonder woman but what i'm finding seeing her in different things she still seems like that fish out of water type character and it really worked for wonder woman but and I'm talking about not the character she's playing, but her performance. She's kind of like, it's almost like she's playing Wonder Woman in everything. <laughs> Just her delivery and everything. And it really worked for the character of Wonder Woman. But this is her movie. Like, if you look at the main one sheet for this poster, it's her head. Massive. <laughs> like, she is this movie. Just- you know, just on just on it, like even going to like the the Fast and Furious movies, I do find that like the earlier films that she's in, she's doing something a little bit different to what she's doing with the movies that are post. Right. Her taking on the Wonder Woman, right? It, like it's not a dramatic thing, but it's like she's doing something different with the character. And I know it's like it's evolving, but it's like, and and that's probably her developing as an as an actor and all that yeah. kind of stuff. But what she's doing in this movie, like with her line delivery, with like her, you know, her glances or her looks at other characters. It's, it's not great to be honest. Like it's not dead awful, but it's just not great. <laughs> That's the nicest way I can put it. And, yeah. And this, and this is what, job here. and this is what I'm saying. So when you've got a film that doesn't feel like it's ready, I mean, visually the VFX team are bringing it like, you know, I mean, I think, I saw somewhere the budget the for this, good. but again, think, it, it's it, it's just it's, not um, conveying anything. Though. It's it's no, hollow. No, at the no, same no, time. no. So visually, it's there. I mean, even like the score, like the music, you know, the, there's elements there. You know, comparisons <laughs> to Bond, but is good. <laughs> but the comparisons to Bond, but I liked that open title sequence. That was fun. Mm-hmm. You know, do you know what? Yeah. Even seeing that the new Netflix thing they're doing at the moment, you know, I'm enjoying that. You know, the new Netflix film logo. That's pretty fun. I'm trying to look for positives. That was pretty fun. But it's like, okay, so VFX, you know, visually and you know, the locations are looking fantastic. The screenplay doesn't feel ready. It it really doesn't. It feels like you mean you you know you've said it like there's something here, like 
Greg Rooker's got yeah, an this, idea here. Like there's there's something here, but it's not ready. And is that a Netflix thing? Is that Netflix, you know, being told maybe it. it's not quite ready, but they're like, we need it to be ready. So, you know, there's no more, you know, we, there's no more drafts. You need to shoot the scripts that we, yeah. that we have. It just, but it's Netflix. Who knows? This time next year, we could get a Heart of Stone too. It would not surprise me if, if I'm honest, but it just, I was bored. Like, like you, you said you were, you know, you were bored, you know, when watching it and, this is not the type of movie you should be bored watching and high octane oh. action like spy thing like spy romp it's yeah it's a shame. look there are you're right there, there are some good elements here and some good potential for for things that are but you're right like the story just isn't strong enough to to make this interesting and you lo- you waste all of it all of the special effects the visuals the locations that they're at like it's it it's all wasted because when you watch it i don't care about anything that's happening and then it's sort of everything just kind of glosses over as just like yeah like again they're on that like that airship thing and i'm just like this is a cool set piece why don't I care about anything that's happening right now? <laughs> like, I just I don't that's because I don't the stories think... aren't there, the characters aren't great, the performances aren't. I mean, I'm not across the board, but Gal Gadot especially, like she just isn't bringing it, and she's still, not in this, unfortunately. Yeah, in this, it's I, I, there's still hope for her. Like I, she's done some good stuff, and I think, I think she she's going to be. I think she's going to be okay. Like be right. professionally, she's I think she's going to be fine. No, but this is. This is a rough role. It's is, weak. This nah. this is this is a weak film that I watched at home by myself. I asked the wife, "Would you be interested in watching this?" Absolutely not. <laughs> she had no interest in in watching this. And it, I you know, went away down south on a little holiday with the family. The wife was in the bath. The kids were asleep, and I took time. To watch this movie, you son of a bitch. we all appreciate that you did this, and I've got to be honest, you're the only other person I know that has seen this film. <laughs> which yeah. I mean, look, says a lot. The wife came out of the came out of the bathroom. I was just like, oh, what do you? I was about halfway through. She's like, what are you watching? I was like, oh, the you know, new Gal Gadot movie on Netflix. And she was like, oh, okay. And I was like, that's pretty much the end of the conversation. She yes. didn't care. She wasn't like. Why are you watching that? She's just like, yeah, yeah, cool. Poured herself a glass of wine. <laughs> like that was, that was it, done. And then at the end of the movie, she was just like, "How was it?" And I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> like." But I don't know. I think we're there. Let's rate this movie. Move on with our lives. <laughs> I'm gonna, be, I'm gonna let me go first, and I'm gonna be really, I'm gonna be really harsh here. I'm gonna come in at a one out of five. Whoa! Just because, okay. I mean, there there is, I mean, there's obviously an argument for a film that isn't a one out of five, but the reason why I'm just going to come in at a one is because it's just not a good film. We can say <laughs> things like, "Oh, but I can point to this, and I can point to that, and that can elevate it." And and again, like, there's a case for that, but I didn't enjoy this film. I really didn't. Like a lot of the performances were flat. But then, but do you raise it up because of the visuals? But at the end of the day, the film didn't feel ready. It's just, there is some ideas, but I don't know. These 
big budget, and I'm saying big budget, I looked online, Netflix don't like to share, but I think it's reportedly got a budget of around 65 million. And if that's the case, and you're comparing it to, I mean, an extreme example would be Warner Brothers, The Flash, which is sitting around 300 million. But obviously that's a film that was in production for ever, it seems like. But if you're comparing it budget-wise to something like that, sixty-five million is is quite, is quite cheap. But now nah, this movie just—I just felt flat <laughs> watching this movie, and and I wasn't thrilled. Like there's things exploding, there's there's characters running from explosions, there's twists, there's turns. Nah, it just didn't do it for me. It's, it's, I appreciate yeah. that it's harsh. But I'm, I'm going to stick with my one out of five on this one. I'm very surprised that I mean, unless I obviously give it a one as well. But no, I'm I'm surprised that I'm I'm giving it a higher score than you. I think I think I'm going to be a little bit more, a little bit nice. <laughs> Look again, like all the things you said, there are those positive things, and you pretty much listed them. Um, and for pretty much those reasons. I'll, and look, even as I started this this review, it was like, look, this movie is. I described it as mediocre. It's middle ground. It's not great. It's not even really good. But like, it it's something. Like it's there. There's there's stuff happening. Listen to yourself. I know. Listen like, to what you say. No, no, I'm and, and this I'm is what I'm saying, right? This is where I'm at. Like, I'm I'm not giving a pass here. I've had it. Like. I'm, I'm like Netflix are just going to continue doing this. I, that's it. Look, I think I, I'm going to give it a two, and I think a two out of five is still pretty hard. But like again, look, for the first like 15 minutes, I was like, you know what, this is pretty, this is pretty decent. Again, you've got some nice visuals, even though it still as sequences, they still fall flat. There's there's some there's some things in this movie, but like it only gets a two. I still feel like two is pretty hard. So um, I'll stick with that. But yeah, this is not a great movie. Like it's it's just it's so meh. It's this movie is meh. It's just eh the whole way. Just, I agree. Uh, it's one out of five. I agree completely. <laughs> sure. It, okay. Look, I'm more specific. I would give it like a one point seven five, but then I'd have to round up because that is that was fair. One point seven five would be round up. So that's probably more where I'm sitting. If that helps your mind be at ease. But okay done well that's it of uh that thank god but that's it for our review of heart of stone if you haven't already um check out our other shows rewind and review and sounds like comics each of those shows also have their own facebook pages if you missed it be sure to check out our recent review of strays and stay tuned for our upcoming review of teenage mutant ninja turtles mutant mayhem whenever they decide to give it to Australia so you can watch it. Um, you've been listening to Jason. And you've been listening to Luke. We're the guys from that film studio. See you soon. Bye.